Welcome to the Unconventional Ministry Podcast, where the conversation is about fresh ministry ideas and innovative approaches. I'm Dennis Weens, your host. I'm Vice President for Ministry Partnerships at SAT7 USA, and I'm excited about this episode of Unconventional Ministries because I have Dave Raley on, who has worked for about a hundred different organizations over the past uh, two decades, including businesses, nonprofits, churches. And Dave has extensive experience in marketing, fundraising, product development, and user experience. And as you look at all these different things that Dave is doing, the common thread is helping organizations grow through innovation. So Dave Rayleigh, welcome to the Unconventional Ministry Podcast. And we want to learn about innovation. So uh, welcome. Thank you, Dennis. It's good to be here. I was just reading this morning, uh, LinkedIn sent this out, predicts that the top skills required for a career in social media marketing, whether it's Facebook know-how or photo editing ex expertise, will undergo a 50% changeover in the next five years, meaning half of what you're an expert in today could soon be irrelevant. <laughs> so you're the right guy to talk to because you know the trends, you know what's happening. Uh, what is innovation? Well, let's uh, start with the easy questions, Dennis. Uh, what is innovation? That's a big one. Um, you know, I think of, uh, I'm not going to try to give a definition of innovation. There's a lot of those. You can look those right. up. But I think of really things about, you know, the mis the uh, mistakes or the myths that people believe about innovation. So rather than talk about what innovation is not, I'm going to suggest it's really three things. Um, innovation is sustainable. Um, innovation is ancient. And innovation is applied. So real quick, sustainable innovation, I think, is really critical because a lot of leaders think of innovation as this sort of chaos-oriented, new, never-been-done-before, um, breakthrough type of thing. And, and innovation is all of those things. But one of the mistakes I think leaders make with innovation is they don't think about it in a sustainable, ongoing uh, way because innovation, if it's just an overnight thing here to get today, gone tomorrow, I would argue is not really innovation because it's not going to stick around. It's not sustainable. And I know innovation is always about creating added value. Mm. And unless you create uh, the process properly, you might see that as immediate result, but it's not, as you say, sustainable or continue to grow. Uh, in this podcast, we talk about yeah. unconventional ministry. You really want innovation that's sustainable, as you mentioned. Well, and it's not just sustainable. And the piece that I think kind of piques people's interest is when I say innovation is ancient. Um, what do I mean by that? Uh, I think a lot of folks tend to also associate innovation with the new technology, you know, innovation is only innovation as if it's happened in the last five years. And fundamentally, if you look at the broad brush of history, one, innovation has been around from creation, from the beginning, right. from the great innovator. Um, but I think there's a lot of lessons we can learn from the centuries and millennia past about innovation. And I think too much of innovation is focused on the here and now. The question right. with the here and now is, again, with the sustainability is, will that innovation still exists in 10 years, you know, or a hundred years, right? So I love to learn lessons on innovation from folks like, you know, Leonardo da Vinci or Martin Luther, you know, like mm -hmm. there are some things I think we can all learn uh, from innovation from centuries past. 
I read in your bio that you're known as a person that helps people connect the dots. Hmm. What are what are some of those dots that uh, you come alongside, like churches, ministries, nonprofits? What are some of those dots that need connecting? Wow, that's a good question. You know, I think some of it is the more principles that, you know, that I was referring to with, you know, what are lessons we can learn from Martin Luther and the early Reformation in terms of not just how technology was is was used, but also how um, Luther and his colleagues um, really leaned into their own personal giftings, whether that be communication or uh, printing presses or uh, paper mills or art. Um, so Dennis, part of connecting the dots, I think, is at the principles level. What are some things that we can learn from from places that don't seem to be you know, related to innovation? But the other much more practical thing is to really spot and understand trends that are happening in our world, in the consumer marketplace, in technology, for sure, um, and in just the way people behave and react um, to understand how those trends can connect to the ministry or the work that the organization is doing. I'll give you a quick example. Um, so one of the things that that um, I think most folks, or pretty much everybody I talk to, is aware of is this idea that we live in a subscription economy today, right? So, mm -hmm. so many of us, if you look at your monthly credit card or bank statement, you'll see a lot of things that the banking industry would refer to as discretionary recurring transactions. And those are things like your Netflix subscription or your Amazon Prime or Hulu or Spotify or you know, your subscription boxes. There's a lot of things going on in the subscription economy. One of the things I've studied um, pretty deeply is how to connect what's happening in the subscription economy to what's happening in philanthropy and around particularly monthly recurring giving programs for a whole swath of nonprofits that historically have not really been able to dive into the subscription economy because they don't have child sponsorship or missionary support or membership, which are really the historical types of things. And so it's really, okay, how do we connect the dots between this consumer trend, the subscription economy, and this donor or philanthropy trend, which is recurring giving? And what are the lessons we can learn from those two areas? You know, if people want to follow some of these trends and some of these dots that you're helping co connect, uh, you do a, a monthly wave report or maybe a weekly yeah. wave report yeah. Uh, that is looking at some of these trends. You've got experience with about 100 organizations over the last two decades. You, I know you were 18 years with another ministry called uh, Masterworks, where you were tracking these trends and helping ministries navigate. What? How can people get on your list of read that wave report that you send out regularly? Yeah, no, thank you. The uh, The wave report, by the way, a little little backstory. The wave report is really about helping organizations to see the coming waves. Um, I'm originally from Southern California, so I feel like you have to have a surfing metaphor in there somewhere. Um, but really, one of the things I've noticed about surfing and about innovation, catching the waves of innovation is the first thing you have to do is really be able to see the waves that are coming and to mm -hmm. choose the right waves, by the way. Little surfing tidbit uh, because I've failed at surfing a lot and I've learned a few things. Um, in surfing, you don't want to pick every wave. Like you don't try to surf every wave, just like with innovation, you don't try to grab on to every, you know, new thing that comes out. And so I, I've started a weekly report and, um, 
And we uh, basically help nonprofit and business leaders to understand the waves uh, that are happening in the space that impacts them and what we can do with those waves, how to catch those waves. And so, yeah, it's a weekly wave report and um, folks can subscribe uh, just on our website. And so the the organization is Imago Consulting. Imago is I-M-A-G-O, Imago as in Latin for uh, image or the from Genesis, the image of God, Imago Day. So imago.consulting slash wave report, uh, or you can just go to the website and there's a link in the in the corner for getting weekly trends. And you also do a podcast, co-host a podcast that talks about some of these issues more maybe for the business environment or the executive leadership type, but that'd be an interesting one to get onto and listen to some of those podcast episodes. Yes, absolutely. That's called the Purpose and Profit Podcast, and it is for both business and nonprofit leaders. Um, in fact, most of our guests, you know, the original idea and the idea that we've we've run with is this idea of what are the um, ideas that come at the intersection of causes and brands. So again, what can we learn from um, brands like Oreo cookies or Disney or um, uh, the most recent guest we interviewed um, uh, was the uh, president at Papa Murphy's and the head of innovation at Domino's Pizzas. And so we unpacked the story of stuffed crust pizza and how that was an innovation um, that was derived from research and what are lessons that nonprofit leaders can uh, can learn from. But the interesting thing about every one of those is that most of the leaders we're interviewing are actually leaders in innovation at nonprofits. So um, the, the Domino's example was from a gentleman who's now the chief marketing officer at Compassion International. So it's really both nonprofit and business trends. Mm-hmm. And it's called the Purpose and Profit Podcast. I co-host that with a friend of mine, Carly Berna, who's the uh, vice president of marketing at Jewish Voice Ministries. And uh, folks can find that on any podcast service or they can go to purposeandprofitpodcast.com. As we talk about innovation, and it's inherent that there's change involved. And I would think that as you work with executive leadership, uh, there's a struggle there to embrace innovation, mm-hmm. but also maintain a status quo. Uh, talk to us a little bit about some of the reasons for uh, maybe that fear, that struggle to the in- innovation and change that comes. Yeah. You know, I think that's, um, at least in my experience, uh, in my career, both on the business and the nonprofit side, I think that's the number one challenge that every leader faces. In fact, um, I I read an interview years ago by a gal who was leaving um, Coca-Cola, the huge, you know, company, and she was going to go be the president of some uh, Madison Avenue organization in New York. And they interviewed her and they said, what's the number one challenge you face as a new leader uh, coming into this organization? And she said, I think the number one challenge I face is the same that all the leaders face, which is um, managing the present and inventing the future. And she unpacked that around what does that mean to manage, as you say, the status quo, manage what's working today, optimize, um, do everything that you can today and invent the future. And I think that's just a challenge uh, if it's a if it's a um, encouraging for our nonprofit leaders to hear. This is a challenge that everybody faces, which is doing both. 
Um, my hypothesis is that leaders do tend to lean one way or the other. They tend to either be very future oriented, and sometimes that means they miss the present, you know, and so they they need some help bringing people around them to help manage the present and, and optimize. Likewise, there are leaders that also tend to lean a little bit more towards let's get this operation well oiled, let's make sure we're doing what we need to do. And they're a little more oriented towards managing the present. And in that case, same recommendation, surround yourself with people and with ideas and voices that can help you see the future and be willing to step into that. Very good. And um, I know we met a couple of years ago, one of our board members challenged us on the executive team to kind of think out of the box in terms of uh, fundraising and uh, biblical stewardship. And uh, through that process to find somebody that could help us think out of the box we we met and mm-hmm. that's several years ago you've helped our organization sat seven in a in an incredible way to uh, innovate in terms of the development and fundraising and things we're doing so really appreciate uh, your encouragement and i encourage people to get on your website imago.consulting and uh, sign up for that wave report and follow some of the trends and uh, ask Dave how uh, those trends can affect uh, your nonprofit, your church, or your business as well. So this is great to have this conversation around innovation. Thanks, Dennis. This has been fun. I love I love chatting with you and and just connecting the connecting the dots on just the ministry trends and what's happening in in innovation and missions and and uh, what everything you're doing with the unconventional ministry podcast and what you do in your work. And if you're uh, doing something innovative in ministry in the nonprofit world, uh, be sure to share it with us and be sure to make some comments as well as share this podcast with others who are innovative, uh, as well as those that maybe aren't that need to be more innovative. And again, get on Dave's website, imago.consulting, and get on our sat7usa.org website as well to learn some of the creative and innovative ways we're making the gospel available across historic boundaries and obstacles uh, to make God's love visible to everybody in that region. So, Dave, thanks for joining us on a very busy day for you to talk about innovation in in uh, this world that's constantly changing for us. Glad to be with you. In our changing world, there are more ways than ever to do ministry. Sat7, as a broadcast media ministry, is changing how ministry is done. Through innovative approaches, collaborative efforts, broadcast satellite television, web streaming, and social media, SAT7 is making a difference. Visit SAT7 online today at sat7usa.org to learn ways you can be a part of this kingdom work. If you've enjoyed this conversation, please share it with your friends. If you know of an unconventional ministry approach, please introduce us. We'd like to have them on as guests. Thank you again for joining this episode of the Unconventional Ministry Podcast. Thank you.